Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stacks in the City. It is truly a privilege and honor to be before this mic again talking to you guys. Y'all, it's been such a long time. Even I know it's been long and so funny. We'll talk so much more about that later. But, you know, this is an episode that I've been wanting to do for months. Getting back behind the mic, talking to you guys, chatting it up. Letting you guys know what's been going on with money and money management and personal finance and homeownership. But you guys honestly have been super nervous to get back. And you have all those negative thoughts and feelings that happen. Like they happen to everyone. They happen to me as well. So I just decided to let all that go and chat with you guys and reintroduce myself to some so many people. Because y'all, I feel like it's been like a, a decade. Like honestly, y'all, like this is real. I feel like the last time that I spoke, TikTok wasn't nearly as popular. I know. I feel like I'm so elderly. Um, TikTok wasn't as popular. Reels weren't a thing. Definitely weren't as much of a thing. It's just a different climate now. And I really wanted an opportunity to say hello and tell you guys what's been going on as well as give you a glimpse of the future, you all. It's really been too long and I'm super excited to say hello to y'all. It's super exciting. And y'all, tangent, I promised myself that I would not go to bed. I would not sleep until I recorded the show. It's a promise that I made to myself. I wanted to have it up Monday morning. So it should be right now. It is 2.38 in the morning. It's on the eve of my birthday. So we're going to make it happen, make it nasty. I don't know what people say nowadays, you know, whatever. But first, guys, for those who don't know, my name is Ashley. Hi, guys. My name is Ashley Copeland. I am formerly in D.C. I live in Houston now, guys. We'll talk about that. But I currently am a real estate investor. I teach about personal finance and money management. My goal is to help people become homeowners in 2023 and beyond. Like first-time home buyers, if you're looking, then that's what my job is to do is to help you bridge that gap between the lack of knowledge into the foray of homeownership, which is super exciting. So I'm really excited to be back, guys. Um, I own property in both Baltimore and in DC. At one point, I had three units. Right now, I have two. I'm trying to sell one right now. Um, but, you know, just you got to get a little smaller, y'all. Just, you know, neither here nor there. But I am, again, super excited to be back into the game. Still been saving my money, still been working toward even, you know, my own personal finance journey. So I'm excited to share that. I keep feeling like I'm excited. Y'all, it's been a while. Your girl's awkward. Not really, but you know, you know how it goes. We're fabulous here. Anyway, so where have I been? So you all, the past year, and I know I've hinted at this, especially for some people who uh, do like talk and message me. In 2021, I purchased a home. It was the worst financial decision of my life. And I know that sounds super dramatic, but y'all, when it's real, it's real. I bought a home in Baltimore. It actually went, that home was super great. It went really well. I had no problems with the house, like perfect. Um, I had a property manager. She helped manage it. Great. This was in February, February, March. By April, May, there was another home literally around the corner from the first home that I purchased in Baltimore area that I decided to purchase as well. I bought that home literally two months later. I had no money down, y'all. Like, And I'll explain more of that process, how to purchase a home with no money, how to make all those things happen for yourself. 
but I did it with no money down, bought the home, and I was told that I could earn about $3,000, and the mortgage at the time was about $1,100, so huge profit, you all, potential profit. The home did need some work, and I, I knew that, and I was told that the work would be about $10,000 of work. I had a budget of about $10,000. That's no problem at all. You all, that was not the case. Once I signed those papers, once I signed the home, every single thing went downhill, y'all. Everything. My property manager did the best she could, but you all, honestly, she's not equipped for that type of work. Anything and everything under the sun needed to be done. Like HVAC had to be replaced. The bathroom had to be redone. There were termites that I didn't know about. There was a rodent issue. There was a horrible smell. There was Big rats, y'all. Oh my gosh. Like, honestly, even talking about it still gives me a little bit of PTSD. It's still a little bit of a sensitive topic. Of course, I'll talk about it more, but it still stirs up feelings for me. On top of that, I'm spending money on this mortgage. My house never got rented out. I'm spending thousands and thousands of dollars every month just to get the home, just to keep the home afloat. And at this point, you all, this was almost two years ago, which is really wild to think about it being so long ago because it still feels like yesterday. I'm still recouping the losses, that that loss of that home, you know, in my life. Like I'm still recouping you all financially from that to this day. And this happened almost two years ago, which, you know, again, sharing this with you all is really interesting because I've never, I never thought about it in this context. It's been a long time. So I bought the home and again, what I thought would be $10,000 and maybe a two-month vacancy ended up being a six-month vacancy and $50,000 of my own money that went to this home, y'all. This house was a true blue money pit in the in every sense of the word, a true money pit. And it was, it was the most stressful thing ever. Every time I turned around, my property manager wanted some money. There was some invoice. I felt like I was being taken advantage of. I felt like my hands were tied. I felt like everything that I worked toward was just just drowning. All of my savings was gone. My credit went down 100 points, you all. I was in the high sixes for the first time in my life at that point, you all. And it was stressful. On top of that, I have my own bills to pay. I have my own mortgage to pay. I had an investor at the time. I was paying him off. It was the most stressful, financially stressful time in my life. And at that point, I felt like I couldn't do Stacks in the City on top of everything with this home because it was affecting me emotionally. It affected my family, affected my partner, it affected my relationship, every single thing imaginable, all because of this one home, you all. And I felt like I couldn't continue Stacks in the City given what was going on with me in this home. You all, I like... We'll talk about that more, but I, I just didn't have the capacity. And then you all, the imposter syndrome, all those things are so true. They do happen. They happen to me, feeling like I wasn't good enough to share my journey and share my story. My journey is not perfect, you all. Of course it's not. But I do know that a lot of you all do look up to me for money advice and, and help. And I felt like I couldn't even help myself at that point. I felt like I didn't have the right people in my corner helping me. I felt like if I were to bring someone into the home, they just saw dollar signs that would charge thousands of dollars. And I didn't really have a good team to help with that. I mean, there's so many things I wish I would have known before purchasing the home. 
because you all did set me back financially. And I'm, again, this was almost two years ago. I'm still recouping the loss. For example, in 2022, I did sell the home. I sold it in March and I spent the majority of that money I earned paying back my investor. Um, and then for the rest of the year was really fun. It was all fine. Like, honestly, it was a good year. I did spend a lot of 2022 enjoying myself. Um, took my mom to Paris. I went to London. I lived in London with my partner for a while. So I did have a lot of fun um, kind of being financially free from that home, which was a big burden for me. Um, but I'm still recouping the loss, you all, in so many ways. I'm still licking the wounds from that experience because it was so negative for me. It was very, very negative, feeling like everybody had their hand out. Everybody wanted something from me. Everybody wanted a dollar. You all, it's so funny. In fact, um, I told you this experience first started two years ago when I first purchased the home. Well, I received an invoice from somebody in Baltimore. I have no idea where this this comes from asking for $132 for me for some, God knows, I have no idea what this invoice is for. So it's frustrating, you all. And again, this was something that's still affecting me to this day. Um, so that's the biggest issue that prevented me from sharing with you guys. It's just, it was mentally very burdensome. And I wasn't in a mental capacity to share that with you guys in, in real time because it was too stressful and I was dying, y'all. Like, not really, but really. But you all, you know, I've been in therapy. It's been so helpful for me. My mental state feels so much better. You know, I'm recouping my losses. I'm saving again. I'm going to sell my other home in Baltimore because I'm not there. And I don't honestly trust the people in Baltimore to help me keep my home afloat because I'm not there, especially after moving. We'll talk about that, y'all. But especially after moving, I just don't trust people there to keep my house afloat, y'all. That sounds horrible, but it's true. Everybody charges way too much money. People there are not that competent, at least the people that I've experienced. You know, to those who do live in Baltimore, you all, shout out to you guys. Your city is fabulous. Charm City is truly Charm City. I enjoyed my time there. It's not for me. And I'm excited to take my positions out because you all, that experience is something I hope to never have to have anyone to experience. So all these things I've learned that I'm going to take with me as I continue in my real estate journey, you all, you know, I've had a lot of success. I had another home in Baltimore that generated over $700 of profit for me a month. My home in DC is still doing really, really well. So you know, I don't want to let that one experience deter me from continuing my home ownership journey. But at the same time, it definitely makes me think twice, thrice before I put all of my income, all of everything I have into something. I, I There's so much I wish I would learn. You all will share that as the time goes on. But y'all, it was hard. Anyway, after I was free from that home, thank God, I had the best financial year of my life in 2022. You all, it was great. I'm not going to lie to you. I spent that year living my best African-American life. When I tell you the passport was stamped, y'all, I bought my first um, luxury bag. I bought a Loewe puzzle bag. Y'all, I'm really into quirky, like J.W. Anderson. I like those types of designers. I went to Brazil. I went to London. I lived in London, went to Paris, went to Amsterdam. Y'all just blowing money. I'm not even lying. I'm just, just spending money because for the first time in almost two years at that point, I felt like 
people weren't asking me for money so I can do what I want with the money that I have. Like it was a sense of control for me, kind of bringing the control back, which is, it was amazing, you all. It was amazing. And I don't regret it at all. I did not save as much as I wanted to at all. I didn't save the way that I know that I could have. I'm naturally a saver, but I really wanted the time to enjoy myself. And you guys, honestly, I did. And I don't regret that at all. I really don't. I'm working while I'm saving now this year. It's been really great for saving. Um, but, you know, your girl's living her life and it's fabulous. And that's a lot to say about that. <laughs> so, guys, I I did move. We recently moved. We relocated from Washington, D.C. to Houston, y'all. I now live in Texas. Does that make me a Texan? I don't know, guys. But it's it's wild out here. My partner and I decided to relocate for a different lifestyle, different vibe. I want to bring Stacks in the City to the Midwest, to the South, to Texas. And she wanted to work in counseling here. So it was a great move. It is very different, you all. So let me check. I'll, I'll tell y'all what's up. So the lease, our lease was up in October. So we spent two months, about a month and a half in London. It was amazing. Uh, we lived in Hackney area in East London. We were in Shoreditch. We were in Kensington. Like all the London things you can think of, y'all, we did. The high tea energy. I was at the gym. Like what was so cool about being in a foreign country was that you're able to live your life. So whatever your routine looks like, you translate it into a foreign country. Like London is definitely very different than the United States. People do compare London and New York a lot. I get it, but they're not the same at all. They're very different, but I do understand where the comparisons come from. You all, know, for me, one of the most rewarding parts of being there was to wake up. You're going to the grocery store. The food is so different there, but it's not. Walking around, going to the gym, just finding new friends. It was a lot of fun. You know, I'm not going to lie. All. London's not my favorite. I, I don't know if I could live there permanently. I loved my experience there. It's really gritty and it's so busy. And it's funny, y'all. I'm in, like, I love busy places. Like, I love New York and I love Chicago and I love DC. I love that rush hour. I love that feeling of, you know, people density. But something about London to me just felt a little different. And also, I think it's the timing. Like, we went during a time where it was cold and it got dark at like three o'clock and my work schedule was still very much so on East Coast time. So I wasn't able to really enjoy all the day of the UK. But nonetheless, you all, it was just, it was it was a once in a lifetime experience. And it's amazing to spend that with, you know, the person that I'm with, you know, with my partner. It was great. We just we had a great time there. So no regrets there either. But we did decide to do that before transitioning here in Houston, which is where we currently live now. We live in the city in Montrose area, like near Midtown, like Montrose near Edo. I don't know. Y'all, I honestly don't know. And we drove here from D.C. So we stopped in Montgomery, Alabama, and we drove all the way down. It was a 20-hour drive. Y'all, that was an experience too. But what I love about this, you all, it's just something new and different. I haven't lived anywhere as an adult except for D.C. And being here is so different from what my what I've gotten used to as an adult. Like I'm used to, like I said, taking the train and population density and 
Michelin restaurants and everything being close together. And it's just different here. You know, you have to drive here. I think that Houston's a lot more of a flashy city than D.C. is. D.C. is kind of conservative. People here don't care, which is really fun. It's super glitzy and glamorous, but there's some Southern flair, but Midwestern at the same time. But Texan is very uniquely Texan. I feel like I'm in a foreign country, but like a Canada foreign country, not like a, you know, Indonesia foreign country because it's different here. Like they have their own flag and they pledge allegiance to the Texan flag. And there's, I think, a song. Like, there's a lot of pride here that I have not really seen since being in New York City, for example. Texans have a lot of pride in being Texan. So it's been it's been really cool to experience a different quality of life. Like it looks different. For me, it feels a little bit slower and quieter in, in all the right ways, you all. And I'm just so appreciative of the hospitality that Houston's given us so far. We feel like we're at home now and it's going to be a nice place to be. It's going to be wonderful for us for the next um, year or so. It's going to be great. I'm going to be able to save money. I'm going to be able to focus and, you know, I guess I'm going to be a Texan. We'll see about that, guys. But it's been super exciting to be here. You all, I will say for those who do live in Texas or have, this H-E-B thing, wow, it's it's an experience. I went in there. I laughed. I cried. I almost peed on myself. I was so excited. It's like not a grocery store, but like it is. And I'm trying to figure out why I'm in there more than Trader Joe's. Don't tell anybody, but it's something else. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I'm excited about being here. We've been here for about a month now. It's been fun. I'm going to share some 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 pictures of us like traveling down to Houston and what it been, what it's been like, but it's fun. It's been great. So guys, um really what I want you guys to get excited for is of course more content from me. That is a promise I'm making to you all and to myself. Um I want you guys to expect a lot of home ownership tips. Y'all, I've learned the hard way and I learned the great way too. Like I've seen a lot of successes and a lot of failures from my own real estate journey that I want to share with you guys. I never want y'all to experience what I experienced because for me, the real estate affected not only my finances, but my life, like every part of my life. There was a point where I felt like I was a failure. Like, why am I living here? Like, y'all, it was really, really bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Like mentally, it was very taxing. And I really want to ensure that doesn't happen. So a lot of homeownership content for me, a lot of, you know, just chitty chats. I'm going to bring some more guests back and y'all some style because no offense, but some of these agents, I'm not a real estate agent, y'all. I'm not a real estate agent. That's not my job. My job is not to sell to buy no house is to educate you on home ownership. But I feel like some of these people out here don't be looking cute. I said it. I said, and I'm just saying we all have our days, but you want to be cute. You want to give like a fashion forward energy. So I want to give some of that for you guys too, but you know, I'm back and it has never felt more exciting to be behind the mic with you guys. So just get ready, get set, go. And I look forward to seeing you guys. Like I said, I'll be popping around Houston. I guess I'll be on Westheimer. I took the bus. That was fun. So like, because I don't have a car yet, y'all. I don't know if I'm going to get a car here, like not anytime soon. I'm really, really trying to focus on saving. But um, 
we'll be chatting. So if you guys see me around, my all my Texas people, my Houston people, please pop by and say hi. I did see some of y'all in London, and I wish I would have said hi. I, I know who y'all are, but it's been great. So we'll chat soon. I'm excited to be back. I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening and for riding it out with me. Get excited because y'all, I'm just giddy. I'm about to pee. I actually do have to go to the bathroom, but I'm excited too. So we will chat soon. I can't wait to hear from y'all. Get this money. Get paid. Get paid. See y'all soon. Bye y'all.